Hallelujah. There is none that can compare to him. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We exalt him above our circumstances. We exalt him above our situation. We exalt him in this place today for he is worthy. It doesn't matter what we're going through. It doesn't matter the situation we face. Our God is worthy of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a wonderful presence of the Lord I feel in this place. And I'm excited to preach this message. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If we could be all upstanding as as I come to the word. If you turn your Bibles to uh, Mark, the fourth chapter, Mark chapter four. Again, I'd like to say what a privilege it is to speak with you this morning and pass on uh, uh, Pastor Harvey's love, uh, our pastor in Sydney. Um, He says hello, he greets the church, and uh, loves Northside. Amen. Mark chapter 4, starting at verse 35 and reading through to verse 41. Thank you for your worship here today and setting the atmosphere for the Word of God. Amen. Verse 35, In the same day when the even was come, he saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had set away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and, they, and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly, and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and sea obey him? Hallelujah. And for the next few minutes, I'd like to preach to you on the thought, Faith for today. Faith for today. Amen, amen. If I get your pastor to pray real quick. Let's lift our voices. Father, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we feel, Lord, your rich presence here. Lord, your word is quick. It is powerful, Lord God. And I pray today that we would consciously open our hearts, Lord, that our faith might mingle with your word. Lord, that it would bring forth your purpose, Lord God. I pray your unction and your anointing upon your servant this morning. Let him speak with boldness and with authority, Lord, I pray. And we give you all the glory, Lord. Be exalted in this place today, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you for standing. Faith for today. I was listening to this podcast the other day, and a research study was mentioned in regards to eating habits. In the study, they asked the participants to choose what they would be eating in seven days' time. The vast majority of of those participants chose healthy options. Well, the seven days passed, and the participants were asked by the researchers what they would be eating that day, seven days later, and the majority of them chose the the less healthy options. What happened during those seven days from when they chose the healthy options to when they chose the unhealthy options. It is the same phenomenon that takes place all across the world every January. We enter into a new year, and it gives us this feeling of a new beginning and new possibilities.
People sign up for gyms all across the country and they set goals for themselves. 31 days later, the gyms are empty. And, and us who have been going for years uh, feel much better because there's less people around hogging the equipment. The gyms are empty and a lot of the goals have become abandoned. Why is this? Why does this take place? It is because we tend to romanticize the future. We tend to romanticize or think great thoughts about the future. We are very good at deciding that we are going to do something in the future, but we often fail to follow through when the future arrives. Amen. The study participants decided next week that they would eat healthy. But when the day arrived, they found themselves eating more or less how they had always eaten. And, and that is why uh, we must meal plan if we're going to try any healthy. You've got to plan out all of your meals. Sorry for the dietitian stuff. <laughs> but we have this concept of time where it is divided into the past, and it is divided into the past, the present, and the future. But in reality, the only thing that really exists is today, is this moment that we are living in right now. Amen. The past exists in our memories. It exists in our monuments and in our stories the future, it exists in our dreams and it exists in our plans and in our imaginations. But today is all we really, truly have. And that is why the Apostle Paul declared that today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of salvation. Today you can be saved. Today you can start a new life. Hallelujah. Today you can be born again of the water and of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Don't wait till tomorrow to respond to God. You are not promised tomorrow. All you have is today. All you have is right now, this moment here today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm preaching with an urgency this morning because I believe someone needs to respond to this word today. Someone needs to respond to the word of God today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. On the day of Pentecost, when the people were in Jerusalem and, and, and they saw the Spirit poured out on the followers of Jesus, they, they questioned what was happening. And the Bible says that Peter, he stood up with, in the midst of the eleven and he began preaching. And, and what did Peter preach? He preached Jesus. He preached Jesus to those who were there. He declared that Jesus was the Messiah and that he fulfilled the prophecies of the Jewish prophets. He preached the crowd to a point of conviction. And the Bible says that they were pricked in their heart. They, they were upset with what they had done. They understood that they had done what was wrong in getting Jesus crucified. And they said to Peter and to the rest of the apostles, what shall we do? What can we do? We know we crucified the Messiah, but how can we fix this? How can we change? And Peter responded in verse 38 of Acts chapter 2. He said, repent. He said, repent. He said, turn away from your sins. He said, turn away from, from your wrong thinking and your wrong actions and your wrong motives and ask for forgiveness. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Baptism is, is more than just joining a church. Baptism is more than just saying, hey, I'm a follower of Jesus. No, baptism is when our sins are removed. Your sins are washed away in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You go into that water, an old man, and you come out a new creature in Christ. Old things are passed away, and all things become new. Hallelujah. 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 He said, be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus for the remission of sins, and you will 
receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. You will receive the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. Hallelujah. You will receive it. And then he kept preaching. He said, for the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. That means that salvation is for you today. Hallelujah. That salvation is for me today. That I can receive it. It's for me. It's for my family. It's for my city. It's for my children. Hallelujah. And we can receive it today. Hallelujah. After Peter preached, the Bible records that that same day, that same day, 3,000 people responded to his message and were born again that same day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to encourage someone to not wait for a better time. Don't wait for a better moment or a better time. There will never be a better time. There will never be a better moment than today, than right now, in this place, in this moment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because today is all you're guaranteed. Today is all you're guaranteed. Now is the time to respond. Now is the time to respond. Today is the day of salvation. And that is why Peter literally commanded them to be baptized in Acts chapter 10, verse 38. That's why Ananias told Paul, he said, Why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Don't delay. Hallelujah. Don't wait till tomorrow, but respond to God today. Hallelujah. Today, today, today. Hallelujah. Getting back to our text and and what we read this morning before the start of the message. Multitudes of of people seemed to follow Jesus wherever He went and for good reason. You see, no one had ever taught like this man and, and, and no one had ever performed the miracles the way that this man performed miracles. And there are stories of men and women traveling days on horseback, traveling days on horseback to hear the great George Whitfield, when he was traveling through the United States, preach. And, and, and people would come from all across. They would come from all across the countryside in, in the 1700s to hear this man preach. He would go from town to town and thousands would gather to hear this great preacher. Imagine what it was like with Jesus. If they just traveled all that time and got there to hear one man preach, imagine what it was like with Jesus. You see, he had been teaching all day to the people. And when the evening come, he decided that he and his disciples were going to cross the Sea of Galilee. Excuse me. He could cross the Sea of Galilee so he could continue to minister in northeastern Galilee. The disciples sent the large crowd of people away. And they entered into the boat to cross the sea. Jesus was so exhausted from his day of teaching that he went to the back of the boat and he fell asleep. The disciples had already experienced many days like this one that they had seen today. They had seen Jesus perform the miraculous. They had seen him move in a wonderful and a powerful way. They had seen him cast demons out of the possessed. They they witnessed him heal Peter's mother-in-law. They saw people healed of diseases and they were amazed when, when someone was healed even of leprosy, this was how powerful Jesus was. They knew that Jesus was the Messiah, which is why they had left their lives to follow after him. They believed he was going to be the one that finally ushered in the kingdom of God. They felt that in their innermost being. They knew who he was and they knew what he was going to do. But as they were sailing across the sea, of Galilee, they were suddenly swept into a great storm. 
high waves crashed against the boat and it was filling it full of water. And, and the disciples, some of them who were even experienced fishermen, they began to panic. They didn't know what to do. You see, they allowed fear and discouragement to cloud their memory. So quickly they had forgotten what they had witnessed, what they had heard, and the promises that Jesus had given them. The storms of life can be so overwhelming sometimes that we forget. We forget what He has done for us. We forget the promises that He has given us. We allow feelings to dictate our faith. You see, it's easy to have faith in God and in His Word when everything is going good. Hallelujah. When our health is good. Our family is strong. When we get the promotion at work and we buy that new house or car. It's easy to trust in God when we feel like He is with us and blessing us. But what will you do when it feels like He has abandoned you? What will you do when it feels like God is not with you? And I've come this morning to remind somebody to remember. Remember today what God has done in your life. Remember the promises that He has given you. Don't let the storm that you're facing today, don't let the situation that you are in cause you to forget. Remember, remember who He is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you feel alone, remember that He will never leave you or forsake you. If you feel discouraged, remember that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. Hallelujah. If you feel ashamed, remember that His grace is sufficient for you. If you have more month than money, remember that He shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory. Hallelujah. If you are battling a sickness, remember, hallelujah, that by His wounds we are healed. I know the wait can be long. I know the night can be very dark and the storm can rise among us. But remember His promises. Keep coming to the house of God. Keep lifting up your hands. Hallelujah. Keep giving Him the praise. Keep giving Him the glory. Keep praying for your family. Keep praying for your family. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The storm won't last forever. The Creator of the wind and the waves is with you. Hallelujah. 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 The storm won't last forever. The night won't last forever. Remember what He has said to you. Remember the promises that He has given you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In a panic, the disciples rushed to the, the stern of the boat where Jesus was asleep and they woke him up. And listen to what the disciples said to Jesus. They said this, Master, do you not care that we are perishing? You can hear the, the panic. You can hear the fear in their voice. Master, do you not care that we are perishing? Why don't you care about us, Jesus? Don't you know that we're struggling? Don't you know that we're battling this storm? Don't you know that we're pushing against the waves and against the wind? Where are you? And there are probably people here in this house this morning in, in Northside Pentecostal Church that, that have asked these questions, and maybe they have asked them this week. You are facing a storm, and it feels like God has abandoned you. That He is asleep in your situation. You are panicking, trying the best that you can, but the storm just seems too big. The waves just seem too high. The wind just seems too strong. The waves of life keep crashing against your boat. And you feel like God doesn't even care. Master, do you not care that I am perishing? Master, where are you? Jesus, where are you in this storm that I am facing? And the first point that I want to make is this. Is when we are facing the storms of life, remember if you have been born again of the water and of the Spirit. 
that Jesus is with you. That Jesus is literally in your boat. That He is in that situation with you. Hallelujah. Don't forget that He is with you. You are not facing this on your own. He said that He would never leave us or forsake us. That He is a present help in the time of trouble. Hallelujah. That He will be a comforter in the midst of your storm. Hallelujah. Jesus is with you. He is in your boat. He is not abandoning you, but God is with you even now, even this morning. And the second point I want to make is this, is that it is not a sin to doubt God. It is not a sin to doubt God or to question Him. There is story after story in the Bible of men and women of God doubting. A good portion of the Psalms includes scriptures of doubt, moments of frustration, and expressions of just not being able to understand. But what the psalmist did, what the disciples did, and what we must do this morning is we must take our questions, we must bring our doubts to God. Hallelujah. We must bring our questions and our doubts to God. What better way to express our pains and doubts than to, in prayer to the one who can actually do something about it? It's not a sin to question. It's not a sin to doubt. But if you have a doubting spirit, if you have a questioning heart, that can become a sin. But if you come to God, if you come to the Master and say, where are you? Jesus, I need you. Bring your doubts, bring your questions to God. And that is why in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, it says this, Cast all of your cares on Him because He cares for you. Cast all of your cares on the Master because He cares for you. God cares about you this morning. God cares about you today. I know it may not feel like it. It may not feel like it this morning, but He does. He cares about you. We can't allow our feelings to dictate our faith in God. We can't allow our feelings, the situation that we're facing, to dictate our faith in God. Feelings may last for a moment, but the Word of God stands forever. Hallelujah. Our feelings will come and go, but the Word of God will stand the test of time. Hallelujah. 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 And speaking of God's Word, the Bible says that Jesus rose up from His sleep. He rose up in the midst of that storm, and He spoke, and He rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the Bible records that suddenly the wind stopped, and there was a great calm. You see, the wind and the seas recognized the voice of their Creator. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says that in the beginning, the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And then God spoke. Then God spoke and light came into darkness. Hallelujah. He hung the sun, the moon, and the stars in space with just His Word. He shaped the mountain, the land, and the seas with just His Word. Birds were created, sea creatures were formed, and land animals were produced with just his word. The author of Hebrews said the worlds were literally framed by the word of God. The apostle Paul writes that God can call things into existence that do not yet exist. That is how powerful his word is here today. He can create something out of nothing with just his word. With just the word of the Lord, he could create something out of nothing in your situation here today. Hallelujah. 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 In Psalm 107. The psalmist describes that God's people were in trouble and they were nearing death. And then he writes this, They cried out to the Lord. They cried out to the Lord in their trouble. 
He saved them out of their distresses. distresses. He sent His Word and healed them and delivered them from all their destructions. Hallelujah. They cried out to Him in their trouble. And He sent His Word. He sent His Word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. And I, I've come to... I've come to encourage someone here this morning that if you came into this place needing salvation, if you came into this place needing healing or deliverance, I've got good news for you today. God can speak into your situation here this morning. God can speak into your situation here today. Hallelujah. His Word can change your tomorrow. His Word can change your destiny here today. Don't discount the power of a day. Don't discount the power of a moment. Hallelujah. Jesus was able to calm a physical storm with just His Word. Hallelujah. What can He do in your storm today? In your situation today? Hallelujah. If we just come in faith believing, if we just give Him a chance here this morning, if we just come believing, hallelujah. If you just give Him an opportunity, if you just allow Him to speak into your life today, He can change it in a moment. Hallelujah. 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 There is nothing too hard for our Lord. He has risen above. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. As I'm hurrying to a close, if I could get Sister Stephanie to come. Hallelujah. After the sea returned to normal, listen to what Jesus says next. He says this. He says, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Another version puts it this way. Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? You see, the disciples had seen the miraculous power of God in their past. They believed that He was the Messiah, and that He would rule, and that He would reign in their future as it was prophesied. And they had left everything for Jesus. They had left everything behind, and they were following after Jesus. Jesus. You see, they had faith for their yesterday. They had faith in their past. They had faith in what had happened in their past. And they had faith for tomorrow. They had faith that He would be the Messiah. They had faith that He would rule and that He would reign. But they allowed the storm. They allowed the situation. They allowed the wind and the waves to steal them, to rob them of their faith for the present. Too often, too often we allow the storms of life to steal our faith. Too often we allow the situation that we're facing in the moment to steal our faith for today. We have faith at camps and we have faith at conferences. We have faith when the powerful evangelist is in town. We have faith at foundation conference. We have, we have faith when we travel overseas for mission trips and, and minister in Indonesia and all across this world. We have faith that God is able to heal, that He is able to deliver. We have faith that revival will someday come, that revival will someday get here. We have faith that our family will be saved one day. What about today? What about right now? What about in the situation that you are currently facing? What about the storm that you are currently in? What happens when your one day becomes two day? What happens when you have the faith for your future? Today. Today your life can be changed. 
Today you can be forgiven. Today God can move in your situation. Today you can be healed. Today revival can spring forth in this, in this city, in your life, in your situation, in your family. Hallelujah. Have faith for today. Have faith for today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The God that changed your yesterday is the same God that is here today. The God that spoke the world, the oceans into existence is the same God that can speak over the wind and the waves. Don't allow. Don't allow your problems to cloud your vision of Jesus. Don't allow the situation that you are in today to rob you of your victory here today. The Bible says that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the same today as He was in your past. And He is the same today as He will be in your future. The Jesus that rose from the grave and the Jesus that will come again is the same Jesus that is here today. If He delivered you before, He can deliver you today. If He's healed you before, He can deliver you today. If He's forgiven you before, He can forgive you today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Stand, stand, stand. All over this place, stand. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Have faith for today. Jesus is here this morning. We've seen such a powerful move of His presence in this place. But I'm challenging you. Don't allow this to pass. Don't allow this moment to pass. Don't allow this situation to be gone. But respond to Jesus today. Hallelujah. Allow Him to work in your life today. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till the future. But respond to God today. Don't leave this place the same. Don't leave this place the same as you came. But believe that God can move in this altar here this morning. Trust in Him that He can move in your life here today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Allow the Prince of Peace to speak into your life here today. Allow the Prince of Peace to move in your situation here today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. These altars are open. If you'd like, if you'd like to come, we'd love to pray with you here today. God can move in your situation today. Have faith for today. Have faith for today. This is all you have. This moment, this moment is all you have. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are not promised tomorrow. We are not promised 10 years from now, 15 years from now. But we have today. We can be forgiven today. Our lives can be made right today. God can move in your life today. You can be healed today. You can be forgiven today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus, have your way in this place here this morning. Have your way amongst your people. Meet the needs of your people here today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, come, come. He's here to meet you at your need today. Hallelujah, the Lord is not slack concerning His promises toward us. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. God can move in your life today, in your family today. He can restore your marriage today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Peace can come today. The waves could be peaceful. The storm could end. The wind could die down today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.